0: Welcome to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly. That's one thing about when you're in your ugly era, you're in it alone. Everyone else around you has never been more beautiful. It's so lonely when like you have the breakup, your makeup's not working right. Like I've been there. And Liz. My face was burning. It was throbbing. I am peeling and burning like a lizard. I'm upset at you for telling me to get vitamin C serum because it screwed me up in a big, big way. Your mom time off starts now welcome back to the Carpal podcast with kelly and liz and we apologize about any background noise elizabeth exciting news i kind of apologize i'm getting a deck and they're building it and i'm so excited so while i'm sorry that you might hear some construction in the background i'm also so excited so let's can we just all be happy you've for been me? waiting so long i i put down the deposit in june It is december i have been living deck free for i mean it's coming up on a year since we moved into this house and um no and what's hard about her house is it's like the kitchen it's a two-story yeah so not of course it's that's not what i'm trying to say it has a walkout basement yeah so the kitchen so the kitchen is super high up and we have Like a sliding door, but it's just been locked in place. So I haven't been able to use it. And every time I take the dogs out, I have to like walk through the basement. Tyrion's afraid of the basement stairs. It's just like a whole. So it is truly so exciting for me to be getting this deck. So I'm so excited for you. Thank you. But anyway, today's episode, nothing short of not. Wait, hold on. Today's episode is jam. Did I forget how to podcast? I think so. Are you okay? Today's episode is jam packed. Uh huh okay yeah let me think about what we do uh, we have a millennial word i'm excited about the taste drive today i'm so excited about the taste drive um and i have some we've, we've had a few days off so i have some really good industry news to be bringing mm-hmm. and then just whatever else kind of i think i probably have a driveway dump i could look up i'm sure you always do you're al- you're always thinking about something oh yeah i do <laughs> Oh i <laughs> literally have three they're so random okay great i can't wait uh, okay so where do you want to start i think we well, should what's start... new like do you want to like catch anyone mm. up on anything i don't know i just i can't believe it's already december december like what's what day is it december ago? 8th so this is going december out. 8th and here's what i here's the psa i want to say i've been ordering just a few more christmas presents i don't have to order for a ton of people and i thrifted my kids gifts but it's like delivery december tw- december 15th december 20th and i'm like oh that feels we're close. cutting it a little close i know i um i needed to order something off the amazon and i and it was monday when i ordered it and i needed it before friday because i'm going out of town and prime said it will be here on friday if i ordered it on monday and so i do feel a little bamboozled by prime right now because it's like no prime I'm paying you for the two-day shipping, which I know busy season. Blah, blah, no, blah. I actually think it's annoying because my husband works for Amazon and is working longer shifts, and I and so I'm suffering on that point, and I'm also suffering because I can't get my stuff in two days. Kind of BS, Gosh, if Elizabeth. you ask me. So anyway, just like do not procrastinate. Do not assume that because Amazon traditionally has two-day shipping, you can get it. I also notice it depends on where you're at. Mm-hmm. Um. Because, so, I had to order this thing for this bachelorette party I'm going to in Dallas this weekend, and um, it wouldn't be delivered to me t- till Friday, so I texted my friend in Dallas, and I was like, can I send it to you? She's like, sure, and it said it would be there the next day. So, I also oh, just think, like, we're just not really in the hot spot
1: no, in St. No, Louis, no, 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 no. but,
0: um, so, it's just a PSA, and it's interesting. But, that like, that's Amazon. So, like, I placed a Target order um for nothing even christmas related and there i placed it four days ago in december 19th yeah i mean that's spooky it is i don't know december feels so much shorter this year for me i really don't know why and it also just validates me that i'm so happy i put my christmas decorations up when i did because i'm seeing people who are putting them up now outside in my neighborhood and i'm like you have less than a month that you know you gotta like see these yeah I don't know. When do you take down Christmas decorations? Um, I'm normally like a January 6th through a 10th type of person. Yeah, I do think I like I'm already nesting like crazy. Yeah. To the point where it's like granted I have like kind of gone off my rocker a little bit and have bought more Christmas things than I thought I was going to. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, like I think I'm going to be ready to tear stuff down to like yeah. put because also it's like. Well, the swing's going to go where the Christmas tree is. Right. So, so it's you have like, to, like take let's it get down that down. And I really think, like, stuff up. George and Hattie, I've been, I've been really mindful about, like, bringing baby stuff up. Not even all that intentionally. It's just like, we're, now that we, like, have made it a nursery, like, all the baby's things are in there. Yeah. Um, And they're playing with it nonstop. So I'm like, want to, like, get things set up. Yeah. So they, like, are over so you it. So they get sick of you know those know what I mean? toys. Yeah. But I'm kind of nervous to bring when I bring the baby home because everyone's like, oh, they're going to be so good. And I do think they're going to be I was like, they're going to be a good big brother and a big sister. But all the babies they've ever seen have been and they've seen a lot of babies, but they've been fun babies. They've been babies who giggle, who yeah. smile, who interact. A freshie. I don't think like I don't think he's going to get it. I don't I think, think Hattie's going to get it. So interesting to see how they interact with the baby also i will not be giving a baby name clue today because yeah. i haven't seen i think the last clue we dropped was so major and i haven't seen the results come in yet oh yeah no no one's guessed it um i mean i'm looking at the dms on the carpool no one's i know people i kind of wish i would have um, you're getting some oliver's um what were some other ones i'm getting a lot, so, of, Char- some people start- a lot of charles which charles. i did like Then i like charles and charlie but it's not that yeah Again, more farm, <laughs> more farm. It's very farm. <laughs> but then everyone's like Cecil. <laughs> I'm like, <Yeah>. No <laughs> Sturgis. No Sturgis. It's yeah, more, but then it's like Wal- more common. Walden. I don't know. No, I kind of like Walden. wish I would have like asked for Rex. Because I'm actually getting some. Yeah, some like really I'm getting cute a lot ones. of good racks. And I'm like, yeah. oh, that is a cute name. Well. You've already bought the Etsy thing, so there's no going back now. I know. And I've already come up with a, such a funny nickname for him. Oh, yeah. You told me yesterday. It's hilarious. Isn't that funny how just nicknames it, happen? Yes. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Anyway, Cal. before we accidentally give another clue, let's move on. And well, we I can- kind of did because you just said Oliver and Samuel. Like those were two. Oh, did you say Samuel? Uh-uh. No, it's not Samuel. Okay. <laughs> well, see, see, that's why I just said, let's stop talking. So we don't give a. <laughs> You're terrible. Okay. Anyway, um, let's move on. Um, so let's get right into it. And, uh, I'm going to announce the millennial word of the day where we learn Gen Z slang so we can be less Less lame. lame. (sighs) Before we do that, I want to thank today's sponsor. Uncommon Goods is here to make your holiday shopping stress-free by scouring the globe for the most remarkable and unique gifts for everyone on your list. If you want to avoid boring, basic, and bland gifts this year, Uncommon Goods is your secret weapon. So whether you're shopping for your secret Santa or your entire family, Uncommon Goods knows exactly what they want. Uncommon Goods looks for products that are high-quality, unique, and often handmade or made in the U.S. They have the most meaningful, out-of-the-ordinary gifts anywhere. They have some of the cutest, most unique stuff I have ever seen. And I highly, highly recommend giving them a quick look before you before you pull the trigger on all your Christmas gifts. Especially because like, like the men in your life who are always hard to shop for. That are always hard to shop for. They are so unique. It's not just what everyone else is getting It's amazing Which makes it feel more thoughtful too Because like anyone can go pick up something like you know from a regular store But like this will say that you put some thought into your gift I totally agree And Uncommon Goods has given us 15% off your next gift So go to uncommongoods.com slash carpool That's uncommongoods.com slash carpool for 15% off Don't miss out on this limited time offer Uncommon Goods We're all out of the ordinary Okay so this is a word that I have never heard before But tell them how you found it so my mom sent me this article not an article an instagram post from cnn and it says goblin mode is chosen as the oxford word of the year for 2022 i've never heard goblin what mode is in my the life. oxford word of the year let me look that i don't up. actually know what that you read is goblin mode i'll look that up so goblin mode this is what their caption says As you read this, look around. Are you still in bed? Are there piles of clothes and takeout food boxes strewn across the floor? Do you have chip crumbs on your sheets? Have you broken your self-care routine more times than you can count? Do you not even care? If so, you might already be in goblin mode. Chosen by the public as a 2022 Oxford Word of the Year. The term was first used in 2009, but went viral on social media earlier this year. Oxford University Press said... It shot prominence after fake headline claimed that the rapper formerly known as Kanye West and Julia Fox broke up after she went goblin mode. So I guess it's like she stopped care. I mean, it was fake, but the way they're saying it is he broke up with her because she stopped caring about about her appearance, got a little sloppy, kind of let things go, I guess. And that is going into goblin mode. Okay, I'm just like, look, that's so interesting. I've never heard that. Never heard it. But I also get it. Like, so you're a slob. You're, like, entering your slob era. I think it's, like, when you, like, stop um, putting in the effort, like, Uh, when you're dating. mm, And then it's, like... Marriage. Sounds like marriage. So, like, we're all in goblin mode right now. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I just looked up, like, the previous Oxford words of the year to, like, get the vibe. This... It makes goblin mode seem even weirder. But what is the... ox? What does that mean? It's just, like, a, a phrase voted for by the public okay. in 2019 it was climate emergency okay in 2020 it was COVID or COVID 19 pandemic in 2021 it was vax so a fake headline went out about kanye and julia fox and that many people saw it that that many people decided to vote on it as the word of the year like i never even saw that that headline i've never heard this i'm so confused as to how that is the word and I feel like this would have had to been chosen like a couple of like months ago because like it yeah I just feel totally, like totally because that's more, been so long ago more things have come and it's like okay like let's also like all of the we give a word two words a week every week of millennial of like Gen Z slang. we've never skipped one of those we've we've we've, we've skipped like everything else. every other, other segment then. we can't always do but like we have had so many more iconic words other than goblin mode so anyway i don't know it's goblin mode i kind of like it i think it can be used a lot kind of like how we were talking about our ugly era maybe it's not our ugly era maybe we're just in goblin mode no but i think goblin mode is something you're like trying i wasn't trying to be my ugly era it's just like some days your makeup doesn't go on nice yeah i don't know okay um what do you want to do next elizabeth should we do my driveway dump really fast and then we can get into the taste drive yeah okay my driveway dump I called Liz about this yesterday and it just is like something that I wanted just to bring this. I just wanted to vent about the supply chain has hit a lot of different industries. I'm nervous for what it's done for the rotisserie chickens. Yeah. The last two or three times I was like had nothing for dinner and I'm like, oh, I'm going to do rotisserie chicken. Your grocery store doesn't have it. If I'm there for a rotisserie chicken, I'm desperate. And you've planned your entire meal around the rotisserie And it's just, chicken. I guess it's also like maybe like when I grocery shop because like you can't get there too early because they're not out yet. And I'm like, well, I need this rotisserie chicken for tonight. Like I have to come back here. But then if you go during the dinner like, rush, yeah. then they're gone. Yeah. And I've also tried, I've been doing more Instacart lately. I mean, just like freaking love Instacart. I, I mean, I can't believe how long it took me to do it. And yes, it's expensive. But I do think I'm a smarter shopper because I can look in my pantry while I'm doing my order. Mm-hmm. So actually my grocery my weekly grocery hasn't really gone up that much if at all actually but like i swear every time i've tried to instacart one they're like might be low stock and i'm like i don't okay well so can i so is it or is it not and what i need to do on instacart is it's like if you can't give me the rotisserie chicken then i don't need these these four ingredients that went with my rotisserie chicken right right exactly so it's just been like giving me some stress lately I don't know what I don't I, I agree. I don't know what to do about it. You never know. And I know. just like don't have a way. I'm not good enough at like preparing chicken in a way to that it gives it rotisserie. Yeah. And like I'm not I'll roast a whole chicken. I have never tried to do that. I'll do it. I eventually I like, need to work on that. Because yeah. I'll buy a little chicken and roast it, especially if it's on know, Sunday. But, like, the whole thing is the is the ease of the rotisserie chicken. That's part of the appeal of the rotisserie chicken. It's just stressful to like know that like it might not be on the shelves. And then it's like yeah. you can now I'm not making chicken pot pie tonight. Yeah. Because I don't have rotisserie chicken. Yeah so now i have to go listen to the carpool podcast and scroll all the way to the end to figure out what to make i know those girls suck they should really do in the beginning okay um what is with all of these have you seen this thing online where it's like everyone is taking their photo and uploading it to this app and then it turns them into portraits yes and then they always caption it like finally caved yeah had to do it and i'm like this is so it's i don't understand what it is one I don't understand why people feel they need to post it. Because it's just photos of you. Like with a these filter. like fantasy looking photos that like you think you look really good in. Yeah. Well, isn't that all the social media is though? I know, but at least we're like not trying to show that it's like face tuned or filtered. Like this is like you don't have that body. Um I I don't it's think, just think like I've seen ones like with bodies. Cart- like, I've only seen like-, well, saying, like chest up. Oh, okay I'm just saying like I, th- I don't know I don't really know so what is it do you know what it is no I don't know what it is and that's the other thing too is I don't they're like yeah finally caved I don't know how did you figure out what the app was like how did you like I don't know it's just like you have to think about how much work went into actually doing it so actually at that point you might as well post it because you like had to download an app you had to upload a photo it's always like different photos I also don't have that many solo photos of myself no so I couldn't find one if I tried well, you could because you're an influencer, and I take solo photos of you all the time. Yeah, I would not even know where to start. Well, I'm telling you where to start. Your Instagram. Yeah, I wouldn't even know what to do. Right. Um, maybe you could find one. I don't know what they. I don't know what they are. I just like I keep seeing them, and like the captions are know. making me cringe a little bit because it's just like, like this was so fun. Like, lol. Number two is so funny, and I'm like, okay. It's just like. Yeah, it's just pictures of you with a filter. But it's right? like a perfect. It's like, it's giving like anime like it's like i just don't get what it is i don't get and i don't, I don't get why everyone's doing it and, and maybe i don't know how to do it i've only seen it twice though to be fair so and maybe I, maybe i'm also jealous because like what would do i look like with purple hair I, I don't know i don't you're giving me like really mixed feelings on this thing right? I'm i have mixed feelings a, Liz, the dump is not me coming with a thought with something thought out it's oh. something that i want to, to work through to with work you through on live okay um i don't know okay. i've only seen it twice um, I'm kind of I'm, next thing I'm gonna move on I'm kind of entering like a new era it's like like a makeup girly era I don't know if you've noticed but I'm yeah I have noticed kind of like a makeup influencer now mm-hmm. people are coming Um, and I just think like it's a good time when you're pregnant to um learn a skill like how to do your hair how to do your makeup because yeah. you don't like you don't have you're like not like looking snatching your clothes yeah so like take that same energy like just wear leggings and a sweatshirt who cares but like focus on the makeup and the mm-hmm. hair and I really have done that and I'm really excited to see what's on the other end of this okay like we you know once like i have jeans that button and stuff like that yeah who i am you will be unstoppable i'll probably be like a girl who could get portraits done probably i'll probably be a portrait girl and i'll be like mm, finally caved yeah <laughs> i know i am jealous of your your makeup routine i need to have your friend teach me how to do makeup i know it's just like one it's just like doing it i think well so actually let me talk about something for a second I told you I had dermatitis and that products have been making my face break out. And for months I have only been using moisturizer and face wash because that was the only thing that kept me from, from having this breakout. And I had recently introduced sunscreen and you're like, okay, well I think you should have a vitamin C serum. And so I bought a vitamin C serum, Kelly. Yeah. One usage, my face. You still have it. Kelly, I know it's been like three, three days. Four, three or four days later after trying vitamin c serum i had a dermatitis outbreak my face was burning it was throbbing i can't put on makeup i can't use any other skin care products and i am appealing and burning like a lizard so <laughs> all i have to say is i'm upset at you for telling me to get, get, get vitamin c, c serum, serum because it screwed me up i know i haven't even a, done that in yet. a big big way i'm so sorry so just know while you're maybe like while your, you're like oh and I'm like learning how to do my makeup so pretty and like my hair and I'm like so flawless and I am a peeling. Okay, reptile. one I'm up about forty five pounds, so like let's just calm down. I have heart heartburn and hemorrhoids and all the things. So I'm not like like living my best life, but maybe you could. I focus- just feel like while I'm in my ugly era, you're kicking me while I'm down. Well, Elizabeth, and that's one thing about your ugly era. Is- I feel like you sabotaged me by telling me again <laughs> no, vitamin stop. C serum. That's one thing about when you're in your ugly era you're in it alone like everyone else around you has never been more beautiful and then you're in your ugly era like i've elizabeth i was just there i it's so <laughs> lonely when like you have the breakup your makeup's not working right like oh, i know no i've and, been and, and, there no it's not that my makeup's not working it's that i can't <laughs> apply it because i'm feeling like well, a maybe focus on your hair i just got a haircut and it looks great well, good hair doesn't look good if you have if you don't have any makeup. Would on, you rather never be able to do your hair again or do your makeup again? Never do my hair again, for sure. I hardly do my hair now. I think because, I, like I just said, great hair does not look as great. See, if I no don't makeup know I on. don't know. I think I'm almost the opposite. I'd rather have good skin and great hair and no makeup. Okay. All right. Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> Is that all your dump? Okay, Kel, are you ready for our taste drive? Yeah, I'm pretty excited about this. I am so excited, actually. Um, someone DM'd me this idea, and I thought it was genius. So, we are taste driving Coffee Mate creamers. So, Coffee Mate is doing the most, and I had no idea. Yeah, and um. I just kind of went to the store and found the most unhinged flavors that I could possibly find. And I know I didn't even find all of the most unhinged. It was just whatever was available to me. So we have four different flavors in front of us and we're going to try them and see which ones are worth getting and which ones you can skip. I can't wait. I've been like so into peppermint mocha. Like I don't even know why it's been such a pregnancy craving of mine because I'm typically not that much of a minty chocolate person but like Mm -hmm. the way that i like my daily peppermint mocha lately so this is a creamer yes sounds promising so we did get the peppermint mocha coffee mate creamer um we also got the italian sweet cream which has like a little cannoli on the front which say less we got toll house brown butter chocolate chip cookie not sure about that one i know that sounds interesting and rice crispy treats flavored. I just don't know who asked for some of these. And I looked up their other flavors just to see like what else I was missing. Some other ones I never saw, but they're making right now are Snickers Ugh. flavored, cinnamon toast crunch, cinnamon roll. Um truly just like kind of all over the place, but um we are going to try these four and if we think this is good maybe we'll buy more but this is like a lot of creamer that's going to sit in my fridge so i don't want to like unless we love it no i know but we could love it we right. could love it um so i made some regular coffee filled four cups up and i think i went a little heavier on the creamer than i normally would but that is after all what we're taste driving so i say let's get into it let's do it which one do i start with which one are you most intrigued by uh, the brown butter chocolate chip cookies. Okay, we can start with that one then. Okay, is it this one in front of me? It's the one that says uh, t- Toll House on it. Well, that's delicious. The way that that is a delightful so good. cup of coffee, it's really not too sweet. No, and I and I definitely p- put a lot in there. That's definitely more than I would put in mine. So we could have done less, because well, we wanted to taste it, but I would probably do even less. But it is, yeah. it's the brown first of all brown butter say less like we should have known very good very unique i'm definitely getting toll house cookie from it i'm it tastes like you're eating it tastes like you ate a cookie and then you drank a cup of coffee that's that's very, that very is worth good. getting that's I worth agree. getting. that's very good they need to sell smaller bottles <laughs> these bottles are how big are these 32 fluid ounces of creamer. it's like can you give us like can we do a little smaller yeah, and this and they had even bigger ones. This is the small the smallest ones I could find. Okay. Um I'm kind of intrigued by the rice Krispies, So can we do that next? Yeah, let's do that. I don't know what that is, but it's not rice crispy. Yeah, it's not really giving me rice crispy treats. It's fine. It just like makes your the coffee a little bit s su- a sweetness. It doesn't to have it. the depth that Toll House had. No. Toll House took me on a journey. That tastes like just like a vanilla. A vanilla something or something or another. like just some sort of sweetener. Yeah, that's too sugary, and I'm not getting rice krispie. Which again, I don't didn't I didn't want to get rice krispie because I don't want rice krispie in my coffee. In whereas, like, coffee. I do want brown butter chocolate chip cookie in my coffee. Yeah, so I think that's a little. So rice krispie I'd probably skip because you're not really getting anything new or unique there. I agree with that. But. Okay, let's do the Italian sweet cream. You've been on a um a kick on the cannolis lately, so that's why I wanted to. Uh, yeah, well, I went to Trader Joe's. And, you know, I don't live very close to Trader Joe's. We talk about this a lot. So, like, I had to try all the things. Let me get, I'll tell my story in a second. Talk to us about what you just thought. I think it's good. Eh, It's not, it's not, it's not giving cannoli. It's, yeah. I mean, you're like on a fresh cannoli kick. I haven't had a cannoli in a while. It's nice, kind of the same thing. It definitely has more depth than the Rice Krispie treat. Um, it's nothing compared to, to- Toll House. No, Toll House bar. was fantastic. Yeah. You know, I probably wouldn't reach for it again because it kind of has like a weird aftertaste thing that I don't really understand and I'm not really liking. Um, but yeah, Italian sweet cream again. Fine. OK, let's bring it home with peppermint milk. This has got to be good. I hope so. So here's what the peppermint mocha is. It is a good peppermint. It's very good. Fla- peppermint flavor. Mm-hmm. With a little mocha, it to to be a dupe, you would need to add some chocolate. I think. Oh, yeah. Um, I've been using a peppermint mocha creamer. I was using like the oat milk one or something, um, lately, and it's been very nice because I'm not gonna add some chocolate. I'm not gonna go the extra step and make a gourmet coffee when I just want a peppermint mocha. That for me. If, if you're making it a box. plain coffee, it's absolutely checking the box. See, I think I like it, but like it's not checking my pregnancy peppermint milk cravings box. So I might have to do something. I just had another drink of the chocolate, the brown butter chocolate Let chip me cookie. Taste it again. <laughs> So After trying all those, it is shockingly incredible. Yeah, wake up and go get that. Go get that. Go like the way I think you should run it tastes just like and it's not just like chocolate chip cookie it is a toll house chocolate chip cookie no it's so it's i don't it's like witch magic i actually don't know how they like recreated and and that flavor no, and i'm really not that much of a sweet as i'm like saying how much I, love peppermint mochas. I like my typical like coffee order when i'm like not pregnant and craving things is just like coffee with half and half or sometimes i'll do a plain latte like i don't normally add stuff to my coffee the way that brown butter is making me feel though it's fantastic that's so good 10 out of 10 10 out of 10 anyway back to my can i go to my Trader oh, story yeah so that's what we have get the toll house you can probably skip the rest pepper mocha is okay pepper mocha is worth getting if you want did the you like one. the oat milk one better that you had though um it's so hard to tell because i don't put that much creamer in my coffee yeah um so i don't i don't know they're probably they're they're fine they're the same Um, so I went to Trader Joe's, you know, it's so hard for us to get there. We talk about this a lot. And Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people, I always get DMs. Like, I think a lot of people don't necessarily have a Trader Joe's that close to them. So like you go and you want to stock up. So obviously I'm like hitting up the Trader Joe's five ingredients or less Instagram page, like seeing what she's up to. Got a couple of her recs. Um, but then you're just like walking around you're like, I, this could change my life. And like, next time I come, I'm going to buy 10 of them. Cause I like, I Mm -hmm. budget for it. Like I'm ready to go hard. Like I bought four boxes of their uh three their jasmine rice that you can microwave because like i was ready to go because i don't want to have to think about that yeah i don't want that to be the reason i go so a couple of things i've tried so far they had this they were doing a costco on us where they had a cannoli dip with these like little wafer things on sample tried it picked them up immediately so happy their samples are back covid were, was a really dark time so they didn't have their and samples the, going Trader does, you need to be sampling more because that was the only sample in the store and you have some unhinged things yeah i'm like how do i know if i'm gonna like this or not I know. They say buy it. Our prices are so low. And they are good prices. A gallon of milk was only two ninety nine there. A gallon yeah. of milk at my grocery store is five ninety nine. Yeah. I know. Or maybe not five. Like five something though. Right. Two ninety nine. dollars 99 like, yeah, yeah. That's okay. amazing. The problem is like you just can't get everything because then I needed frozen peas and like you, the trader just couldn't be bothered with having frozen peas. Oh, okay. Or I needed like plain. Yes, I mean. Like you okay. just. So you, it's, it's normally still two, two grocery store stop for me. Yeah. Anyway, so I bought their overnight oats. Delicious. Yeah, I saw that on your story. Delicious. I bought this sparkling pomegranate mocktail. So good. I bought chili mango dried. Oh, how's that? Amazing. Yeah. Not good for the heartburn, but worth it. Yeah. Um, And I bought this. Oh, my gosh. I should have taken a picture of the box. It was a truffle and cheese flatbread. Say less. And I made it for lunch and I'm like. No, like the way I need four. Gourmet. The way I need four of these in my freezer at all times. So it's like, oh, do you want to come over, for girlfriend, for like a glass of wine? And like right. you pop that in the oven, and then you have a try. It was so good. Trader Joe's. When you find, when you find the thing, I have something that I want that I want to recommend from Trader Joe's, which I used to get a lot, and it's so good around the holidays because it's like kind of has like rosemary it tastes like christmas but it's their roasted potatoes with peppers and onions have you ever gotten these no they are like a breakfast potato i mean i'm sure you don't have to eat a breakfast but i would eat them as a breakfast potato with a little egg a little ketchup so fantastic that's so yummy. roasted potatoes mm-hmm. that that's like my that's my like hack go-to go try that and buy um sorry i got a really exciting text message which is like why i was distracted with what were oh, saying so, you know how, like, there's... We don't always get invited to some events. Yeah. So, I was posting how, like, you know, we didn't get invited to the Sequoia event because Toyota's scared. Um, But here's the thing about Toyota and Honda and all of them. I don't need you. Because you know who I have? The car mom crew. This Preach. girl in St. Louis is getting her Sequoia next... In the next two weeks. And oh, she's wow. like... You have to come see it and tour yeah. it. I'm like, say less. Megan. Oh, my gosh. So like we have a Sequoia and she doesn't care. I can do whatever I want. We don't need you Toyota. No, we have Megan. We have, we have Megan. Yeah. That's so exciting. So she's messaging you about it. Yeah. So she deemed me on Instagram and I was like, oh, my gosh, like you should totally do that. Like you should tell me when it comes in. This was months ago. So then she just texted me on no, in, at, at the end of November and she's like, they're saying it's going to be here in two ish weeks. And she just sent me that she <laughs> just sent me the tracking of it. Oh, my gosh. So it's like going to be here. Yeah. And she's like, I'm really hoping it comes like before you go on maternity leave. And <laughs> I'm like, no, like the way I, we will, pack I will it up. squeeze that uh, yeah. door out. <laughs> yeah. Like unless I'm an active labor, eh, if I, my contractions are seven minutes apart, catch me there. Yeah. I'll leave when they're five. But like catch oh me at the gosh. Sequoia. I will get that one out. That's so exciting. Well, should we just transition into industry news? Yeah, let's do it. Today's industry news is brought to you by our friends at Edmonds. Thank you to Edmonds for sponsoring the show. We so appreciate your support. Okay, guys, car shopping can be so confusing. Literally, I built a whole platform around it. And finding a new model in 2022 has been even trickier because of all the inventory shortages. That's why used cars might be the best way to go, especially if you need a car quickly. Maybe your family's changing. Maybe your vehicle was totaled or in an accident. If you need to upgrade soon, you might want to look used. While used car prices have climbed in the past months, it looks like trends are starting to cool down. Plus, shopping used can offer you more options if you're just shopping new. You could have a vehicle sooner, um, maybe with more equipment on it for a lower price point. And if you are used car shopping, I cannot suggest Edmunds enough. Edmunds used car shopping platform is so user friendly. It has so many awesome filters that you can put on it to truly find like your perfect match. You can filter things like mileage, equipment, area, price, seating, style, color, literally everything to find your ideal car. And then Edmunds help hold your hands the entire process by letting you know how good of a deal the car actually is, what other people in your area have paid for, and you can contact the dealer right from the Edmonds site. So thank you so much to Edmonds for sponsoring the podcast today. If you want to check out all of their online inventory, you can go to edmunds.com. That's E-D-M-U-N-D-S dot com. Edmunds, they drive it like it is. Okay, industry news. Um, this is an article from CNBC. These 10 cars have the greatest potential lifespan and six are Toyotas. Yeah, that tracks. Okay, this is, but here's the thing that was interesting about this article. Like, you know how sometimes I pull data from IC cars? Mm-hmm. So all CNBC did was take the data from IC cars and write an article about it and add a clickbaity title. Yeah. And think about the ad dollars they're getting on this article. Yeah. So why aren't we doing that? Is right. No, like, me? that's what I'm saying. Like, not to have like a, like a little business meeting, but it's just like, that's where we need to be. It's like, yeah. we can make this. Article. I mean, yeah, we just, yeah. I mean, they didn't do anything. They literally no. just, they didn't do anything. Okay, <laughs> I just think that's funny. Like they're like, yeah. we took all this data from another website, and here's the list, and here's what, and then they, they have ads, with. ads, 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 all in it, and they're gonna make a ton of money off IC Cars data. And I guess mm. you can just do that. Yeah, I guess as long as you credit them. Not sure. Not sure. That's 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 where it stops me, Kel, because I never know what's legal and what's illegal, and obviously I never want to do anything that's like frowned upon or stealing other people's thing. Like I don't know what copyright, not copyright, <laughs> plagiarism is. Yeah, I don't know what plagiarism is either. You know. But but all I do know is based on my grade school, my fifth grade teacher, you will go to prison. And you will die. (laughs) If you plagiarize. You will get pregnant and you will (laughs) die. (laughs) So I am a little nervous about that. Okay. So they added a little fluff. They're like, new cars are getting more expensive. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. The average transaction price from new cars reached an estimate of $45,000. Again, they took that from J.D. Power. The, (laughs) (laughs) The average... Age of cars on the road hit an all time high of twelve point two years in twenty twenty two, from a report from the IHS market. <laughs> like they're but not, see, but Kel, they're pulling it. No, Liz, you're not pulling it. Liz, I'm, babe. I'm taking, I'm inspired. And you know what we're doing? We're taking their article and <laughs> putting it on our. And if we're talking about it on our podcast. Okay, we're no better. No, Liz, we're like Michael Scott on The Office. I'm going to be like, well, this is an article from the Car Mom. Um, I'm going to quote CNBC, who's quoting JD Power, who's quoting IC yeah, Cars. Yeah, it's like miss 100% of the <laughs> shots you don't take. Whoever said it, Michael Scott. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Okay. So that's interesting. So the average... Think about that for a second, Liz. The average age of cars on the road is 12.2 years. Average? Yes, Elizabeth. That's, that's surprising. It's super surprising. So also, like, you don't always have to believe that, like... I think it's, like, hard not to believe that, like, everyone's buying a new car. But, like, you don't need to buy a new car. And I know we do a yeah. lot of new car content. And, again, we do that for the longevity of our content because I only have time to do, like one tour and it's like well if we do a 22 it'll be relevant for apparently over 12.2 years right because that's so that's why we do that and i'm always super mindful on my tours to let you know how far it's applicable for especially when it comes to the car seat setup because they're not hey i've been around these manufacturers they're not changing their car seat setup hardly ever right (laughs) so like if i do a tour it's no matter how badly they truly should okay um and so just to give you some reference, the average age had been just over 11 years a decade ago. In 2002, the average age was 9.6 years. Okay. So also people always love to say like, oh, well, these cars just aren't lasting as long. Eh, actually, and actually, they're lasting longer. Actually, actually, and that, that isn't true. Actually, they're lasting longer. And I talk about this a lot. Like if you were to look at any owner's manual, like they have a recommended maintenance for 160,000 miles for 200,000 miles. They wouldn't put a recommended maintenance in there if they didn't think it was going to make it. Right. Yeah. So anyway, okay. Are you ready for the, for the list of the top yes. 10? Yeah. What I don't understand is they're saying potential lifespan mileage. So I think it's a little hard to know like what that means. Okay. But I see cars analyzed 2 million cars over the past 20 years. And then CNBC is writing about wow, it. They're doing the most. <laughs> you really need to get to this list because you're like Truly. so upset about who's quoting who. Okay. Number one, Toyota Sequoia. <laughs> okay. That's not super Number surprising. Number two, Toyota Land Cruiser this is surprising number three chevy suburban no chance in the world i would put that on a 2022 or on a newer one this is an older car the older suburbans machines the new suburbans look up their consumer report score and then get back to me Mm. no way no way. well they said they did over the last 20 years so right so by use (laughs) toyota tundra was number four gmc yukon xl number five number six toyota prius Number seven, Chevy Tahoe. Number eight, Honda Ridgeline. Number nine, Toyota Avalon. Number 10, Toyota Highlander Hybrid. So also what's interesting is there's only one Honda on here and it's a Ridgeline. Yeah. And everyone's always like, oh, Honda's so reliable. Which I'm not saying they're not reliable, but like, I don't think, where's, where's the Accord? Where's the Pilot? Where's the... Oh, so it seems like they're all like bigger, heftier cars. I mean, the Prius coming in at six is small and then the Avalon. But yeah, like the top, Sequoia, Land Cruiser, Suburban, Tundra, Yukon XL, Tahoe, Ridgeline. Yeah. Those are big cars. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Interesting. Anyway, I thought that was interesting. Okay. This is from Autoblog. Made in America. These cars top the most American list. So I honestly am very confused with how they rated it. It's a score out of a hundred, and that's due to what percentage, I guess, of their parts are made in the United States. Okay, but it's not saying like, like number one scored an eighty six. It's not saying like eighty six of its parts are. It's just an eighty six out of a yeah, hundred. Okay. So yeah, I don't I really gotcha. know how it got there. Okay, and they don't. Okay. They don't totally tell but, me. And Cal, I don't. There's so many parts. I don't really care. I think it's this is going to shock you. Number one, a Lincoln, Corsair. With an eighty six out of a hundred. Okay. Okay. Number two. Number two. You'll ne- guess number two. Just guess the manufacturer. You will never guess. Uh Gosh. Most American. But well, so I was originally going to say like a Ford, but because you're saying I'll never guess. Mm, Volkswagen. No. Guess again. Hyundai. No. Uh, Is it a common one? No. Yeah, kind of. Tesla Model 3. Tesla. What? Okay. That's interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. I knew Tesla was kind of high on the list because I had an old campaign with uh, like, I was going to do this like ad with this, I'm not going to say the company. And they were like, oh, we're going to do something for the, this was like two years ago. We're going to do something for the 4th of July on the most American cars. But then when they found out it was Tesla, they're like, oh, scratch that. Cause it was like a dealer thing. And I was like, oh, that's awkward. Uh, Number three, Chevy Corvette. Love it. Mm -hmm. Number four, Chevy Colorado. Number five, the Jeep Cherokee. Also tied for five, Tesla Model Y. Hmm. Number six, Dodge Durango. Number seven, Honda Passport. Number eight is the F-150, Ford Ranger, and Ford Bronco. All the same. And the Tesla Model S and Tesla Model X. Dang. So Tesla's all the very like are in America. Jeep Grand Cherokee's number nine. Chevy Camaro's also number nine. Honda Odyssey, Ridgeline, and Pilot are all tied for 10. Interesting. Isn't that interesting? Like you know, like so, who's not on here? Like, um, I mean, some Fords are on here, not a lot of Chevys, a few Chevys, but not as many as you think. Like, where is like the GMCS? Like the Silverados not on yeah. here? Like you think the trucks would be on here? Yeah. So it's just interesting, and then like you hear like, Honda's on here a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, people are always like so obsessed with like American made cars, and like I just challenge you to like look up where the car was built. Like you also have to decide what what American made means to you, because yeah. like Volkswagen has a factory in like Chattanooga, Tennessee, so like it's built here. Yeah. Like, like, so are you mad that the parts aren't from here? And then like yeah, the Fords are assembled here, but like all the parts are from Mexico. Right. So it's just like where? Do, what do you care about? Like, do you care that it's built here? Do you care that the parts are here? Because like nothing's. No, there's no car where all the parts are. I'd be are- interested to know less about like which car is most made in America, but like which company employs the most Americans. Because I think when you say made in America, that's what people really care about because it's like giving it's American jobs that they're. I agree. That they care about. I think there's also though some not stigma, but like if you want like one of these German cars, like if you want a BMW and you want it to be a German car. Okay, well, it's built in North Carolina. Right. So then, like, does that bother you? Because, like, like, that's where it's assembled. Right. So it's just interesting. I do agree, though. Like, think about what you care about and then do some research or just, like, buy the best car for your... And that's really what you should probably do because yeah, I don't think I'm it not- boils down to Mattering. Yes. I mean, I always want to make sure, like, the car is, like, ethically built and sourced. But, like, aside from that, it doesn't really bother me where it comes from, honestly. Yeah. Also, like, I mean, the Koreans, the Korean cars, the Japanese cars significantly better tech look at what hyundai and Kia is doing compared to what ford and right. chevy are doing right like the chevy traverse we had last week fifty five thousand dollars, could couldn't even bother to put in sunshades or heads-up display hyundai palisades all of it yeah. and a suede headliner and right. ambient lighting right so it's just interesting it okay. is interesting okay one more little story now that we pumped tesla up let's drag them back down mm-hmm This Tesla, I'm not going to touch it, but like this Elon Musk Twitter thing, I can't keep up. I can't. You know what? I don't care. I don't care either. I don't want to. I'm not on Twitter. Yeah. Who is on Twitter? Not Kanye West. So true. (laughs) So true. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I think we may have talked about this before. So if I have, I'm sorry. But you know what? I think you guys could all use a refresher. Basically, it's just like Tesla is losing the EV market share. Yeah, to the other fifty thousand, the other fifty thousand dollar rivals that are coming out. So like, for the and think about it, for the longest time, like if you wanted an electric car, it was Tesla. And a lot of, a lot of the manufacturers, from what I've gathered, have been like, like dad's told me this a lot. Like he's not worried about Tesla because he's never been worried about Tesla and like what it'll do to the other luxury brands because the other luxury brands didn't have a competitive car because they mm-hmm. didn't have an electric car. Yeah. So like, if you wanted electric. You ha- and you wanted and you could spend the luxury. You had no choice. Yeah. Now we're going to be giving people not only choices on electric, but choices on electric luxury. Mm-hmm. So now it's like, oh, you got eighty grand to spend. You don't have to buy a Tesla. Well, and it's not like Tesla's been really working on like upgrading their cars oh, or doing. No. Anything. Well, Elon's got too many irons in the fire. He has too many irons in the fire, and he. I mean, he doesn't really. He doesn't need Tesla to be successful. the way that they need a body style change on the Teslas. So, so bad. And I think a lot, I mean, again, I'm not, like, a luxury car buyer, so like, it's even, like, hard to put myself in this, like, mindset because, like, I'm not spending that much money on a car. But part of you is, like, well, do you want to spend that much money on a car that everyone in your subdivision has because the the Tesla Model 3 is down to $40,000? Yeah. Or do you want to go buy, like, the new BMW iX? Right. That no one has because it's $80,000. Right. It's, like, because Tesla has a bigger span of price range it's like you don't know if that's a 40 like a $40,000 Tesla or an $80,000 Tesla. You know, like you don't you don't know when you see the BMW logo, you're like that is look, lu- that is luxury. That is a nice car. Yeah. You don't Tesla doesn't really give me that because there's such a wide range of options. Okay, so I'm just going to read you like their their total EV market share and then they broke it down by total luxury and non-luxury, okay? Just so we like know where everyone else is at. Because it's like, who is going to be like the, EV- like who's the EV sleepers? I think the answers are going to surprise you. Okay. So total EV market share. So out of all the EVs that were sold, 65% were Teslas. I would say that track. So you're yeah. like, yeah, because there's not of, that many. Wait, of this year? Um, that's a good question. I'm going to say, yes, it's this year because mm-hmm. there's no way these cars had this high of a percentage. Yeah. I'm going to say it's like, or of, of the recent years of the vehicles that mm-hmm. were probably registered. Okay, Ford number two at 7%. We've talked about this. I'm telling you, it's that Mach-E. Mm-hmm. People are so into the Mach-E. Yeah. It's a good car. I would love to drive one, Ford, if you're listening. Send me one. Number, two, number three, Kia, 5%. Hyundai, 4%. Chevrolet, 4%. Audi, 2%. Volkswagen, 2%. Rivian, 2%. That's total. I want Volkswagen to come out with their bus. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I would love to see that on the roads. We will see what happens. Ford at 7% surprises me. Yeah. It surprises me. I would have thought Kia and Hyundai would have, I would have thought Hyundai, and I think next year we'll see this flip because the Ionic 5 just got Motor Trend Mm -hmm. Car of the Year. It's winning awards left and right. Mm -hmm. Okay, luxury EV market share. Tesla's at 86% in the luxury category. Mm -hmm. Okay, Audi's 3%, Rivian's 2%, Polestar's 2%. Okay. And this is non-luxury EV market, so they took out Tesla's. And here, like, so if you don't have Teslas, I guess that's, they're through that luxury. Here are the other EVs. Out of the non-luxury EV market, Ford is 28%. Kia, 19%. You know why Kia is probably higher, though? Because Kia has the Nero, which mm-hmm. is electric. And they have the EV6. EV6, yeah. Chevrolet, 16. Hyundai, 16. Volkswagen, 8. Nissan, 7. Okay. We need, you know, we, you know it's, who's like, jarringly not on this list because they don't have a car out yet there's two who are like noticeably not on here Toyota and Honda yeah because they're like no hybrids oh yeah Remember because I was I'll like well they have it but yeah they're hybrids okay anyway okay anyway oh I'm sorry share is based on U.S. electric vehicle registrations January through September 2022 okay thank you so much for that source S&P Global <laughs> you know what? I will source the source okay something about me okay um Thank you so much for that, Cal. It is now time for our dish drive through, where we give you an easy recipe to mix it up and get you out of your dinner rut. And today's come comes from our voicemail. If you would like to leave your own voicemail, you can do so by calling nine five nine carpool. Hi, welcome to the Carpool Podcast voicemail. I'm Abby, and I'm Ida, and this is our dish the drive through. Today's recipe is a bit unconventional, but don't worry, it will still leave you quaking. Wondering what to do with all your apples from your fall day at the orchard? Then this toffee apple dip is for you. Here's the super simple five-ingredient recipe from thesaltedsweets.com. First, take one package of softened cream cheese, half a cup of brown sugar, a fourth a cup of granulated sugar, one teaspoon of vanilla, and one crushed up Heath bar. Cream everything but the Heath bar together until smooth, then stir in the candy. Slice an apple to dip with and enjoy! We think this incredible dip is perfect for fall, whether you are taking a dessert to Thanksgiving or using up some Halloween candy. Abby, one hundred percent. And that's the recipe. Love you, girlies. <laughs> How cute is that? Why do we even show up to work today? I don't know. Give him the mic. I know. That was so cute. That was so cute. Oh, my gosh. Obsessed. First and of all, great idea. I don't know if that just like got lost. They must have sent this in a while ago. And I'm so sorry that I just now found it. But I was like, we have to play this. It's too It's too good. It's too cute. It sounds fantastic, too. No, and like I like a appetite a sweet appetizer because that's mm-hmm. how you stand out. Like if you're going to a potluck... Everyone's bringing the savory thing. So, like, bring the sweet. And what I like about that one is it has the sweet, but it's, it's, it also has like a, a, a it has a fruit in it. So it's like, 100%. You're not just like dipping into a, like a a, a, a desserty dip with a cookie. You're doing it with an apple. And you know what you cut the apple with, Elizabeth? Huh? My 16 apple slicer. Yeah. It cuts into 16ths, which is such a superior way to eat an apple. I'm telling you, the way that I'll cut an apple every afternoon now and, because there's the thing, if it's an eighth, you don't always want to commit to an eighth of an apple. No, it, it it makes a significant difference. I bought that as well. When it's a 16th, you're like, oh, I'll have a slice. I'll walk by again. Oh, it's just like two bites and it's done. But like, I'm not going to pick up an eighth of an apple. Yeah, it's a commitment. So that's like a three biter. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it is such a game changer. I totally agree um is that our episode and that's our episode so thank okay. you so much for listening to the carpool podcast be sure to follow us on ig leave us a review and five stars and we'll talk to you next time see ya thank you for listening to the carpool podcast with kelly and liz make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode and if you enjoyed riding with us tell everybody you know there's room in the car for everyone